If you are a teacher, parent, administrator, student, and or anyone who loves reconnecting children with nature, and you want to figure out how to cultivate learning gardens and nature-based curriculum, then this is the podcast, the Outdoor Classrooms Podcast. My name is Victoria Hackett. I am the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com and the Secret Gardens Nature Classes. I love witnessing the magic that happens when children are playfully learning outdoors, Observing the return of wonder and curiosity when children are interacting with nature is pure magic. This is the podcast that is going to help you capture children's interest and give you not only inspiration, but some real life strategies that are going to help you figure out how to use the outdoor space, your outdoor space, as a teaching tool so you can enlighten the playful learning experience young children. Welcome to our Outdoor Classrooms community. Welcome back to the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here and cannot wait to get started. We have had such incredible reviews of the podcast. People are super excited that we are here and I am having a blast. This month, we're going to be talking about the infrastructure of your outdoor classroom. And that is really the space that you have and really looking at how you can transform your outdoor space, any outdoor space, into an outdoor classroom a learning space for children. Today's topic, so all month we're going to be talking about infrastructure. Today's topic, we are going to be diving into beginning with the child in mind. I'm often asked by many, many directors and principals of schools, and they give me a call call, and they say, uh, we, we really want to transform our outdoor space and we want to move all our educators outdoors into a model of teaching outdoors. But where the heck do we start? We have no idea. We have all these great ideas, but we don't know where to start. I get this question a lot. And I also got this question, especially in the height of COVID. Everybody was sort of finally looking at their outdoor spaces as possibilities for teaching, and they didn't really know where to start. What I started working with these schools, I didn't have this framework with me. I hadn't developed it yet. But what I discovered very, very quickly when I was wor- working with the schools and programs and everybody under the sun, that I found that every teacher came to the outdoor teaching table with a completely different needs. And that meant that I had this an abundance of information to share that I sort of wanted to spit out at them. But what I learned very, very quickly was not everybody was on the same page. Not everybody was had the same attitude, had the same mindset, the same skill set. So we needed to develop some sort of framework and a tool where we could leap from. And that's exactly what I've done with this, the five phases of teaching outdoors. We're not going to be talking about that today. If you haven't gotten an overview or if you haven't taken our, uh, participated in our boot camp, you want to hop on over to episode number six, where I go into great detail about each of the phases. Start there. Uh, today we're going to be talking about that beginning infrastructure and how we can take that and ask the very first questions, sort of catapult us into starting our outdoor classrooms. I love to begin 
begin with curiosity, with a little pinch of wonder and believe that is the best place to start. With that, the first question we should all ask each other and you should be asking yourself is, what is your why? So why create an outdoor classroom in the first place? Why teach outdoors? What is my growth mindset around educating young children? And how does that change or what do you want it to be in terms of taking that outdoors? What's my purpose for introducing nature-based education? What would my vision statement look like for my outdoor classroom, for my outdoor teaching practice? So thinking about your why, where we can go from there. And again, like I said before, I'm not going to go into the five phases of teaching outdoors again. That is in episode number six. So you can get really an overview of the framework and what that's all about. And again, this month, we're going to be diving into that phase one, which is infrastructure. And we're going to be really diving into that first question, which was what's your why? And then really looking at where to even start after that. So you've figured out your why. The first place to look is your children. And so that's the topic of this episode. Begin with the children in mind. We're going to go over three different agenda items. And the first one being how to discover your children's outdoor learning journey and why it matters for your outdoor classroom design and teaching goals. Number two is we're going to be looking at our assessment tools that are within our boot camp, outdoor teaching boot camp, and how vital they are in terms of really knowing where you are on the spectrum. And so you know exactly what to do and how to do it and giving giving you a guide for that. Number three is the secrets of transforming your outdoor space and how and where to find inspiration. So those are our three agenda items. So let's start with number one, how to discover your children's outdoor learning journey. Like us educators, one of the reasons why I created the framework is because we are all on our own teaching journey and we're all at different points, just like our children are all on their learning journeys and they're all at their different points. They're going to, they're going to learn differently. There's the theorists that show us that there's different learning styles and really finding out what those are in the, uh, beginning of your your learning relationship with all the children that you're working with. I'm not going to get into Howard Gardner and all of his multi-intelligences. To know that they're there and to know that that's a great way to tap into learning about your children and keeping them in mind in terms of how you're going to create this outdoor space. And then thinking about how that shifts during different seasons. So really learning what their learning styles are, really learning about how that may shift during different seasons and why all that matters. So the next piece is really looking at what your overall arching goal should be during this process. So it's interesting. It's to think about how you can continue to improve your outdoor space so you can improve your own performance as an educator. So we're first kind of looking at ourselves as educators, getting ourselves accustomed to the outdoor space. How can we improve the space? How can we improve the space to make us better educators to educate our children. Then the second one is to also enhance the performance of our children as learners. First, we're improving the outdoor space, we're improving our own performance as educators, and ultimately 
the performance of the young children that we're working with and them as learners. How do we meet this goal? How do we really look at children? We talked a little bit about multi-intelligences and learning about that, but how do we do it? First thing we want to do is we want to take a step back and not start teaching. (laughs) We don't. We want to actually take a step back and become observers. We want to observe our children outdoors and we want to start to get curious. There's that word again. We really want to start getting curious and we want to put a different pair of glasses on and look at our outdoor space, not necessarily as a recess space. We're not taking recess away from children. We are enhancing the spaces so it can become learning spaces so we can actually spend more time outdoors. So these are the questions that you want to ask. Where are the children playing? Do they have a favorite tree? Do they have a favorite spot they like to go to? Is there a space that they like to dig? Is there, where are they playing? Where are they congregating? What is it in that space that's drawing them to meet up there? What do your children like? Do they enjoy? What Some groups are very scientific and they like to do science explorations. Some children love to do sort of the arts and crafting projects. Some children like to do the literacy activities. Some others like to do engineering. So how can you incorporate these things into your outdoor space So you can test and see what your children like to do. In here at the Secret Gardens, I have an art garden. I have an art garden so because we love to do art. (laughs) So I have picnic tables outdoors. I have an art shed. So everything's accessible. It's outdoors. We also love to do science exploration. Can we do that at the art tables? Absolutely. So thinking about what those science explorations look like, but they can also be done somewhere else. They can also be done in our water garden where they're testing how fast water goes and how using the loose parts so they can manipulate sort of an obstacle course for for water or balls. I have a makerspace garden and that's where all our loose parts are and they make obstacle courses and they change that around and they have pulleys and different systems that they can explore. I keep adding to it so I can take myself back into that observation space to see, huh, is this something that they like? Is this something that they don't like? I created something that they didn't like. I said, oh, interesting. Okay, this group doesn't really like this. So I I'm going to use that outdoor space for something different. So nothing is, that's what I love about outdoor classroom is nothing is so set in stone that you can't shift it and change it and enjoy it. And again, the next one, engineers. Do you have any engineers in your group? So thinking about what you can put in your outdoor space to allow yourself to observe different behavior of your children. The number two on our agenda was to really start looking at or thinking about assessment tools. In our outdoor teaching boot camp, which is kind of like our signature class, if if you were to come to outdoor classrooms and I was going to say, okay, where do you start or ask, where do I start? I would direct you to our outdoor teaching boot camp. This program is the program that walks you through and takes you through all of the five phases. In each of the phases, there's an overarching assessment tool for the whole boot camp. Within each of the phases, we have incredible assessment tools. And this is what I found that educators really needed to ask themselves, do I have this? Do I have this? Do I have this? We were able to take a teaching practice and the space 
from an unproven concept to an engaging outdoor classroom. The Outdoor Teaching Bootcamp, it's a comprehensive program that's designed to help you conceptualize, create, and launch your own one-of-a-kind outdoor classroom from start to finish. And the assessment tools play a vital role role in that. So number three, what we are looking at is the secrets of transforming your outdoor space with your children. And part of that is with the assessment tools. So a little sneak peek. Some of it is asking just a few things that we do ask in the assessment tool. This is just just a little peek. There is so much more. Seating. Do you have seating? Do you have a boundary? What's your system for emergencies? What about shelter? Storage? All of these type of things. Do you have access to the bathrooms? These are the questions that start getting you thinking about your the infrastructure of your outdoor space. That's just a sampling of types of things that seating question would have things under it like dump, hay barrels, picnic tape. What type of seating do you have? Do you have a variety of seating? Do you have seating for different ages? Do you have, do you want elders to come into your program? So do you have adult seating like that? So they're comfortable. So thinking about that infrastructure, asking yourself all these questions, and that gives you enough information to catapult you and energize you and planting a seed of inspiration. And then you're like, whoop, here we go. We're, good. We're ready to take our first steps for developing the infrastructure of our outdoor classroom. Again, circling back to beginning with the child in mind. And that's what this episode is all about. Beginning with the child in mind and not losing touch with that because it's very, very, very easy when creating an outdoor classroom to go in so many different directions and get caught up in overwhelm, which then paralyzes you not to do anything. So here we take very small steps. We take baby steps, very organic. And so again, the questions that we like to ask in terms of when we're thinking about the child, we want to ask key questions, which are, what are the needs of your children? Children come from all different walks of life. What are their needs? Do you have any special needs in your group? How will you make those adaptations to your outdoor space? Number two, What is going to compel them to get excited about learning outdoors, especially in all of the seasons? So we've got heat, we've got cold, we've got rain, we've got snow, we've got wind, we've got it all. But what's going to compel them to keep coming back and get being excited to be in that space? What is it? I teach my class all year long and it gets cold and it gets snowy and it gets wind, all of the weather and it's healthy and wonderful for children to know the differences that we're not just taking them outside in the wonderful, wonderful, easy, sunny, comfortable weather. And that's next month, we're going to be getting into getting outdoors and talking a lot about how to do that successfully. Third question here is what are your children interested in so that we talked a little bit earlier, trying different things in your outdoor space to really discover maybe they don't know what they're interested in, but you get sort of an, an innate feeling of trying things out, creating ideas and seeing what they're interested in. I think a mud kitchen is liked by all children, except there might be children out there that have sensory issues. So that might be something that they might necessarily not like, but they might grow to like and love. Finally, what we do when we're thinking about the creating this outdoor classroom, looking at our infrastructure, thinking about and keeping the child in mind, we get to dream and brainstorm 
the possibilities. And there's nothing better. There's nothing better to sort of think, oh, wouldn't this be great to transform this desolate outdoor space into something that we could actually use? It's sort of like winning the lottery and gaining acreage or, and even if it's just a few pots outside, but feeling like you can actually create a learning station outdoors that you can have a destination to go to. It changes, it's almost like acupuncture, changes the way that you teach. It changes the possibilities. It opens up the possibilities. What we want to do now is we want to understand what the options are. We go into this fully, fully, fully. This is just a a little sneak peek. We go into this in our boot camp, but I wanted to just give you a sense of what is in there and all the different things that we talk about, but we also talk about all of this in our circle membership where we collaborate with other educators, which I'll talk about that in a little bit. Understanding your your options and your possibilities of playscape. So the first one would be hills. Do you have any hills? You ask yourself, do you have any hills? Do you want hills? Are there hills that you can create? Do you have existing hills? How can you have kids interact with that? Paths. Paths really are a wonderful way to invite people into your outdoor space. We call our outdoor classrooms the secret garden. So we have paths, we have little bridges, we have wonderful directions of where kids can go. So it's it becomes sort of a magical experience. And paths can come in all different shapes and sizes. That's the fun of coming into the circle group is because you get to see what other educators from all over the world are doing and pull up a seat and share your story as well. The next one is sand, sand boxes, mud boxes, what that looks like, how you can add that to your outdoor space. The next one is water. Talked a little bit earlier about our water garden and our creating a water station where kids can really explore and manipulate. Hideouts is another one where kids like to be in sort of a hideout kind of place. Uh, And that's what I think also makes the secret garden so wonderful is that the kids can feel in their while they're in the different gardens that they're kind of also in a hideout. The other thing that's great for outdoor classrooms is open areas. Consider having open areas. So that just gives you a quick overview of a variety of different playscape features that you can think about for your outdoor classroom for the infrastructure. Um, But really understanding what those options are, again, just a quick overview, but really understanding what the possibilities are. And that's just tipping the iceberg. Again, to begin to think about keeping the child in mind and putting things in your outdoor classroom that are of interest to your child, not the other way around, not putting something in your outdoor classroom and saying, ah, they're going to love this. And I did that. I I created a a teepee garden and they sort of got in there, took a picture and they didn't really go back. They didn't quite know. So I'm like, okay, so we took those same sticks and we created a eagle's nest and they, they they loved it for a little while, but I think they're ready for something new. So thinking about what that might be, will that be a sensory path? And we're going to be talking about that in one of our interviews coming up this month. Different things, thinking about your child and your children in your group, your own child. What are they interested in and how can you use that as the incentive to dream and brainstorm of all the possibilities in your outdoor space? Last question is how to find inspiration. 
So again, like I said before, I highly recommend checking out the Outdoor Teaching Bootcamp. I run it live every couple months. So check out on the website when the next live will be. And I also highly recommend if you are looking for support and you really want continuous insp- inspiration to join our the circle. See it as we all pulling our chair up to the circle and sharing our stories and learning and supporting each other in this journey. With that, how we can refresh, renew, and create together and truly find inspiration from each other. Incredible what we are all doing. And so many ways, that's what I'm loving most about this podcast, the Outdoor Teaching Podcast, is you, is that I can invite you on to the podcast to share your story and then come into our circle membership to answer questions. Let's invite the seasons of play and invitations for learning into our outdoor classroom. So let's plan, let's map, let's sketch and take action together. So I'm going to leave you with this is I want you to remember, let's do not do things for people because that is not sustainable. Let's do things with people and start a movement. So that is my invitation to you to join us in our outdoor teaching bootcamp is a wonderful place to start. And our circle membership is another great place to join and be supported and lifted up by an incredible group of educators that are like-minded and enjoying the journey together. Thank you. That's all for today. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So if you like this podcast and you're getting something out of it, if it feels good and you walk away going, ah, the day feels brighter and I want to go outside, then I want you to tell your fellow educators, parents, and friends about it. I want everyone to feel this awesome about getting outdoors and all the possibilities for playful learning with children when you get out there. So if you are talking about outdoor classrooms and you like talking about outdoor classrooms and teaching outdoors and all the different possibilities, subscribe to us and leave a review. We would love to have you. Go to our Outdoor Classrooms Facebook page in our group, our Instagram pages, and tell us what your outdoor classroom challenges are. Want to dig deeper? check out our Outdoor Classroom Circle membership community. It's like no other. Tell your fellow educators and let's start a little revolution about outdoor classrooms. When every child in every school has access to an outdoor classroom and learning gardens, then we will have more beauty in this world. Let's get creative and bring more joy into our teaching outdoors.